0: Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.
1: G'day, I'm Kevin Hillier and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast, Brought to you, of course, proudly by the Committee for Wyndham. And in this uh, podcast series, we've brought you a whole lot of people who are uh, doing things around the city of Wyndham that you might not know about. Some of the things that are going on around the town, some of the businesses that are running, some of the research and development we've brought you uh, through this uh, podcast. And today, bring you another very special part of our city, and that is the people who volunteer. Uh, we are acknowledged recently at a big awards uh, presentation night, uh, and you can check out all the uh, all the award winners at wyndham.vic.gov.au. /CV awards. Now the volunteers, uh, the people who are the very uh, fabric and the lifeblood of a lot of our sporting clubs, a lot of our service clubs, and uh, the lady you're about to meet is certainly one of those. The 2019 Young Volunteer of the Year, I'd like you to meet Emily Lacey. Joining me on the Talking Windham podcast is the 2019 Young Volunteer of the Year, Emily Lacey. Hello, Emily. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? I'm very well, thank you. How does that title sit with you now? You've had a little bit of time to digest it uh, since uh, the announcement was made uh, a week or so ago.
0: It's still crazy to think about. Um, <laughs> just even like <laughs> to be recognized for the work that happens in the community is insane. But it also like it makes me think who doesn't get recognized and like, it just seems like even if you don't get recognized it's something that you you can do all this work you can do and sometimes you get recognized sometimes you don't but it's really nice when you do
1: and now the young volunteer of the year for the old dinosaurs of the uh, the thing that it, it's almost like a uh, an oxymoron you know young volunteer yeah. you know, a young <laughs> yeah. a young person doing something good that doesn't happen
0: I saw it and went, young? I'm not young, am
1: I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but what, what got you – I mean, you're talking about your involvement, obviously, with the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association. So uh, yes. does, does that go back to you starting as a player at a, at a very young age?
0: It certainly does, yeah. I started in 2007 playing there, um, and I'm finishing up my final season there this year because, um, obviously, I age out at the end of the year now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it started – long ago there and I was helping with the Net Set Go program they have on there from 10am to 11am on Saturday yep. and uh, I was helping out there and they got me coaching my own team so I was spending most of the day at the courts anyway um, and so they said why not come down and join the committee. And-
1: yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, the Net Set Go is the, is the introduction to the sport to uh, to, the, to the younger end of the of the market. I mean, that's sort yeah. of like, that's sort of like the five, six, seven-year-olds. Is that is that what Net Set yeah, Go is at?
0: So, yeah, aim towards five to 10-year-olds. It's kind of like the odd kicker of netball, yep. really. Yep. <laughs> um, just kind of getting them into the process of netball and then seeing how they go. And then we put them into the team when they're ready and they move on through the ranks.
1: What um what's the what was the attraction of uh, obviously I mean as a player you come up through the ranks you see what's going on around the place but not everyone wants to coach not everyone wants to jump on a committee some people are just happy to go along and be a player and uh, make that their contribution to to an organisation or to a club what uh, what was it that made you want to get involved in the in the other side of it
0: yeah I suppose um I've always loved seeing like how I could help girls and especially those playing netball like it was really close to my heart. And people were always going, oh, that sport again. Who cares about that? And it always made me really happy to be able to encourage young girls to play this sport and like follow it through because it's such a fun sport to play and it makes great friends. Like it's a team sport. like You're coming out with friends from the end of it. So, yeah, it was always really good to see um, just like the young girls kind of coming through and wanting to encourage them to keep playing.
1: Um, was that something that was instilled in you from your parents?
0: I would say. So, yeah, mum's now a primary school teacher, so I think definitely coaching the kids comes from her yeah, side, yeah, really.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: But, yeah, just encouraging those girls. It's really good to see. And dad was always playing as a kid. And he's like, yeah, go, like, keep them playing. It's good to see. And it's really good to have some, like, a community involvement for them.
1: So you, you, your mum and dad got you into, into going into that uh, for the team sport aspect and to get you involved in something that – a got you out of the house, got you exercising, got you, you know, moving your body around as opposed to sitting yeah, sit,
0: yeah. <laughs> sit in front of an Xbox
1: or a television set and doing all that yeah. sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, so they, um it was one of my friends who had asked me, and I'd been doing like swimming, and I think I did a little bit of like little athletics and things like that, yeah. but um nothing really kind of team sporty. And one of my friends in grade four asked me, Do you want to join my netball team? And I went, Sure. And pretty much started from there, mum and dad. Love taking me down, like good made good friends with the other parents, and then by the time like I'd had my license, so we were playing at eight thirty in the morning. So they were like, "Yeah, see you later." Yeah, yeah, (laughs) stay in bed. I
1: I can relate to that. That's a very that's a very good bit of parent parental uh, guidance uh, and delegation. It's important you do that.
0: Pretty much exactly. (laughs) Delegate that out really quickly.
1: When you were playing as a kid and went down as a grade four kid, did you expect to still be there when you were twenty one years of age?
0: Not at all. No, I always remember looking. And like you see the a couple of the older grades coming through as you're like leaving as you were coming in or like coming in as you were leaving. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. They're there. But like I've kind of been on swimming and you're like, oh, I don't know if I like this. You kind of hop around sports a bit um, until you find the one you like. And I was a bit like, oh, nah, this this will be like one of those couple of year things. We'll get it for a bit of exercise and we'll move on to the next one. But yeah. Lo and behold, still here now you're, <laughs> you're still been, loving it.
1: Now, have you been coaching or you are coaching the under 13 girls at the moment?
0: So I am coaching them at the moment. Um, I started coaching in 2016, I believe. Yep. That might be wrong. Um, I think it was 2016 and been coaching them for that long and they've just Moved out from junior development to under 11s, now under 13s at the moment.
1: So uh, now the 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 committee part of it, obviously being a coach is is one thing, and that uh, that's got its own rewards and that. But uh, so when when they came to you and said, okay, we'd like you to come on the committee because we think you got uh, some skills to offer. What did you did you go away and have a think about that and think, well, yeah, what do I bring to the table? And and then what did you bring to the table? Yeah,
0: it was really interesting. Um, I think. Having kind of a, a younger person and a player as well, it kind of brought they insight into what they might not see because we've got like umpires and like mums and parents on the uh, committee, but they haven't been playing for a little while and they don't quite know that interaction as much yep. um, with the players. Whereas I'm still playing and I've got my own young team now. Like it's really good to see um, just that young involvement and it encourages like other players to be like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Um, But it was really good to see just like how they accepted me as, oh, yeah, committee member now, that's cool, Um, rather than kind of alienating me because I was, oh, that's young, She's, she's still playing, she can't be trusted to do anything
1: and that then that speaks volumes of the people who are on the committee of the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association that they were welcoming and uh, and not uh, you weren't a token gesture and uh, on the committee, you're actually someone who was allowed to contribute. Yes.
0: yes, exactly. And um i've they've put me up to helping out with the fundraising now, so we're planning on our um, pink day, which is going ahead in at the end of October. So, really exciting to kind of plan all that and get it happening which is really nice.
1: So Emily, when you go from being a player and and coaching and stuff, and then you get to sit on the committee. Um, the the amount of sort of eyes wide open stuff that you must now know about that's involved in running a club and an organisation as big as the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association, uh, that must be pretty yeah. sort of, uh, um, you know, one of those things where you go, oh, wow, I didn't know we had to worry about this, 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 this and this.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's huge at the moment, um, especially since we uh, we haven't really got a home because our club rooms are being uh, refurbished, yep. which hopefully they'll be open soon uh, as you drive fast on his road. You can see them all. Standing there, really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting to see like how much more effort needs to go in and what needs to happen. Like I, I'd, I'd leave on a Saturday and go, "Yep, that's it. Netball done for the week." And now I'm, I'm bringing things home. I think my lounge room's kind of half been taken over by things for yeah. netball. But it's really exciting to be involved and see how that happens and get it happening. Uh,
1: in terms of uh, your role on the committee, are you uh, have you got a portfolio that you particularly look after?
0: Um, more general committee, but I do handle most of the fundraising things. Um, I was kind of given that role as one of our other committee members got a full time job and was struggling as much to do it all so I went, yeah, sure, I'll give you a hand with that. And then just slowly pass it on pretty much. And she's still there to help me, which is really good because um, obviously just kind of finding my feet, uh, doing it all. Oh, but yeah, it's...
1: We yeah. we see you know the AFL and the amount of money that's involved in that, but when you get down to grassroots level, um, there's no there's no big uh, you know magic wand. Uh, someone walks up with a with a you know pile of money and then drops it on the table. You have to scrimp and save for every cent that uh, that you get. Yes. What, what what sort of stuff does the netball association do? Is it all the all the stock standard stuff of raffles and all those sorts of things?
0: Yeah, heaps of raffles. So we've got a Father's Day one this weekend. And then right. we kind of, I'm trying to bring in some new fundraising ideas. Um, so we did a cookie dough fundraiser uh, a little while ago. That uh, obviously got everybody involved who doesn't love cookie dough, right? <laughs> Correct. Um, and then trying to get a trivia night up and going because I know that'll bring in a fair bit of money. But obviously, we're just waiting for those rooms pretty much. And then, yeah, the pink day, just kind of getting people down here, getting more money coming in from like those club fees and things like that. Which many, would be really good to see
1: how many teams and how many players. Do you know off the top of your head are involved at the, at the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association?
0: I want to say it's about forty teams with wow. about uh, seven to nine players in each team.
1: That's a that's a lot so, of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people to look after from a committee point of view when you're talking about is, occupational yeah. health and safety issues and all those things yeah. as well that come under your umbrella.
0: Yeah. So yeah, well, I'm one of the first aiders down there. So. We're all kind of roving around, but like there, there'll be one on the day. But then, we, yeah, we're all there to help, really, and kind of keep everyone safe and helpful. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so you did the first aid course, so you were able to do that to, uh, specifically for the uh, for y- for your netball.
0: Yeah, i had like, been wanting to do it for a little while, and then um, it was offered. One of the other committee members was doing it, and she said, "Oh, look, like we'll offer it to you guys if you want to come down. Let us know. It's this much money, and then." Um, you get your first aid certificate, and I went. Sounds good. Like <laughs> it's a good thing to have and really helpful. And then they went. Sure, we'll put you on the first aid list.
1: So what's uh, what sort of time commitment? Have you have you ever sort of run a clock across the amount of time that you spend uh, either doing you know during the, during a normal day and on the weekends and all that involved uh, with the with the netball association?
0: Yeah. So Saturdays we are there from seven thirty currently to set up and get everything out, um, and we usually are packed down by about. Two o'clock. Um, so it's it's a long day, but yeah, it's really rewarding to see all those kids. Like starting from the under twenty ones, and then finishing with those like the junior development teams. They're really good to see, like those young kids. They're wanting to come and play and like, make all these friends and make new memories, which is really nice to see.
1: You mentioned uh, you finish up as a player because your uh, your age eligibility uh, runs out uh, well, now that you've turned 21. So are you going to stay involved with the uh, with the Netball Association or will you move into, in, into some other organisational club?
0: No, I definitely have to stay with Hoppers. My heart is there. Um, my soul is there as well. I love it down there. Um, and obviously I'll keep coaching my girls and I'm trying to split that team at the end of the year. Um so get some more get one team under fifteen to one in under thirteen because there's a bit of an age difference, so they have one has to go up and then some can really stay down, but yeah definitely going to stay there and keep helping move that association forward
1: uh is one of the uh one of the things that you look at as a club is sort of uh, you know bringing families in obviously and keeping that whole family environment going but uh, the the cost structure of uh, is netball an expensive sport for families
0: um, it depends kind of how many uh kids you've got there it's, Yeah. For basically for a year, you have to pay uh, Netball Victoria a VNA membership, which is basically just your insurance. So if anything happens, they cover it. Yep. Um, and that's about fifty to sixty dollars a year. And then on top of that, we have the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association game fee. So that's just pay, pretty much paying us so we can keep keep providing this opportunity to play netball. Um, and they're eighty five a season, so you'll pay that twice a year. And then on top of that, if you play for a certain club, like there's the Hopper Crossing Sports Club or Phoenix Nepal, you pay their club fees. So it's about, I would say, around $200, um, $200 plus. Yep. But yeah, it, it can get a little bit expensive, but sometimes it's kind of what you have to do really. Well, get a bit of exercise. in, yeah. Uh, well,
1: I was going to say the the benefits of the exercise and the uh, and meeting people and getting out and socialising and uh, and and being out in the fresh air and all that sort of stuff is uh, far outweighs. Uh, I guess uh, you know that that's not a that's not an insurmountable um, amount of money, but uh, certainly there's value yeah. for money there.
0: Yes, exactly. Like we did have to put our fees up and just because we had seen a little bit of a drop in numbers um, over the course, so we're trying to really boost that uh, community engagement to get the players back. Um, But yeah, definitely something that you want to be doing Like getting your exercise exercise in Once you hit 18, you're looking at needing to do 150 to 300 minutes of exercise a week Um, So yeah, it's really really a good way to kind of boost that level of uh, exercise And hopefully not have to do too much more to get to those figures
1: uh, Emily Lacey is uh, is our guest on Talking Wyndham the uh, 2019 young volunteer of the year. Um the we we live in an area where we play catch up in so many areas in terms of uh, infrastructure and uh, amenities and facilities. Uh, you mentioned the rooms are being done up at the moment. Obviously that's a part of a an ongoing process of just keeping the uh, keeping the facilities up to date. Yes,
0: yeah, so we've um originally we had these little tiny rooms. That backed onto the tennis courts yep. way back when, um, and we only had the four courts out the front uh, in the Mossfield Drive kind of area. And then tennis moved, so we got their club rooms as well as the courts on the front that he Road. So yeah, it was kind of extended a bit there, but they were always disjointed rooms. Like you had to get from the old netball ones to the tennis ones through the toilets was the easiest and quickest access way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now seeing them come up, it's looking so good. I'm very excited to get into them <laughs> and just kind of move out of the cold a bit
1: at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how are you under-13 girls going? Are they winning?
0: They are. So we've just had to split their um, – the yeah. under-13s into an A and B league because we had so many teams, which is really, really good to see. That's good. Um, but they're going pretty well. So hopefully they can carry a few more wins on the board and we'll see finals in.
1: All right. We talked about what you do with the Netball Association. What, what does Emily Lacey do away from uh, from netball?
0: Well, currently I am studying a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Science at Deakin University I'm in my first year. I'm about to finish that one up in October. Right. Um, and then I also do a lot of work at Altona Theatre and kind of like Williamstown Theatre Company, uh, just as like backstage crew, really don't like to be seen in the in the front of the lights, which uh, okay. is like um, in all the black. So, yeah, you kind of see me scurrying around stage, turn the blackouts okay. moving all the sets.
1: Uh, so you're someone who likes to get behind the scenes, get your hands dirty and, uh, and get involved, whether it's uh, for the theatre uh, projects or whether it's for the netball.
0: Exactly, yeah. I love doing it. It's really rewarding to see something come to a kind of peak of – finishing and seeing it come together all, which is
1: really nice. Um, well, congratulations on being the uh, 2019 Young Volunteer of the Year. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's not a thankless task, fortunately. It's something that uh, that uh, uh, people have taken the time to uh, to thank you for doing and, uh, and appreciate uh, your time and put a value on your time. So well done on uh, on being named uh, the recipient of the the award this year and uh, keep up the good work. Well,
0: thank you. I really hope I do.
1: <laughs> good on you, Emily. Thanks for your time.
0: Thank you.
1: Well, thanks to Emily for her time, which of course she gives uh, very, very uh, much to the Hoppers Crossing Netball Association. And uh, that's why she won that award and deservedly so too. And uh, congratulations to all the other award winners too. As I said, you can check that out at uh, windhamvicgovernorau slash awards windham.vic.gov.au slash Congratulations to all the winners and thanks to the volunteers at all our sporting clubs and service clubs uh, and around the area that do uh, just such a terrific job. We really do appreciate what you do and it's good to see there are awards that uh, acknowledge that. Till the next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Thanks for joining me on the Talking Windham podcast.
0: Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.